This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. As you file your taxes this year, you may come across an unusual request to take a photo or jump on a video call. That's because the IRS is turning to facial recognition to make sure that you are you. But privacy advocates are worried about the regulations, or the lack thereof, that could dictate how private companies are allowed to use and share that kind of personal data. Drew Harwell reports on artificial intelligence for The Washington Post and joins us now. Hey, Drew. Hey, thanks for having me. So uh, lots of folks are getting ready right now, Drew, to file their 2021 taxes. Is this facial recognition program in effect? It is. You know, people are already seeing it on the website. You can still file your taxes the traditional way, but if you want something off the IRS website, and there's kind of a lot that you need to file, including like a PIN number to establish your identity or just to find out your child tax credits or pretty much anything from the federal government that you would get from there, you have to go through this whole new process with this company ID Me that includes, you know, scanning your face in this video selfie process that's really kind of um, surprising people when they see it. Well, yeah, dig into that a little bit more. How exactly does it work? Yeah, so um, you start an account in the same way that you would just creating a username and password. But the way they identify you and verify that you are you is you look into either your smartphone camera or the webcam on your computer, and they literally take a scan of your face and scan it against the ID photo that they have of you. And they say that for most people, you know, it just takes like a couple minutes and that they verify you. And that uh, for people who the scan doesn't work, they get sort of shunted into this video chat process where they're actually doing a video call with um, some person who works for the company and having to hold up their passport and their driver's license and all this. So it's a really kind of unusual process for everybody who is used to, you know, the more traditional username, password. I mean, uh, the IRS, when they have verified us in the past, they've just kind of looked at either our credit histories or just online records. So to really like, you know, to be able to file your taxes, the fact that you have to scan your face in this video way, um, it's it's kind of alarming. And it's a a sign that this kind of technology is really spreading rapidly even before we have any laws to to bind how it's used. It'll definitely take some some getting used to. Um, How does it compare to when people use facial recognition to unlock their iPhones, for instance? Yeah, so it's similar except in one big way. And when we bring up facial recognition, people always sort of feel like, oh, well, I do that to unlock my phone all the time. The difference is when you're using on an iPhone, the scan of your face is just on your device. It doesn't get sent to Apple. The the cops can't get it. It's just, you know, one-to-one you into the phone. Whereas this process, it's taking a similar scan, sort of looking at all the angles of your face, but it's then sending this information not just to the IRS, but to this private contractor that's running the program for the IRS called IDME. And they have said they, they have millions of people's um, face scan data now in their servers, and it's something that they keep for years and years, even if you ask them to delete it, because they have to abide by all of these federal retention guidelines. So, I mean, the big change is that um, this is really you handing over your face print to a whole other third party, um, and that it can potentially be used in all of these ways that you may not expect it just because you have to, you know, you're mandated to file your taxes pretty much every year. Right. So it's a, it's a, it's a big change for people. And it's um, really already kind of raising some red flags of, of whether it's um, something people want to do long term. Is the IRS pushing for this facial recognition 
for any particular reason right now? Are they saying it'll make filing more secure? Um, they are. In, you know, a couple of years ago, Equifax, which did a lot of the identity verification for the IRS, they had this huge um, leak of people's personal data, and it was a huge mess. And so the IRS canceled that contract, and they were in the market effectively for somebody that could do identity verification. But this company, IDME, has really exploded during the pandemic. And, you know, anybody who had filed for unemployment insurance or benefits or pandemic assistance, um, they have had to go through this process already where they've had to confirm they are who they say they are, either because they're going through a state workforce agency or somebody else. And so IDME now has all of these, you know, uh, millions of dollars in contracts um, from state and federal um, agencies just by sort of holding out this facial recognition as, you know, the, the real secret soft soft to verify who you are. And, you know, the federal government is rolling this out in a lot of different ways. They feel like this is a good technology that they can rapidly sort of expand. Everybody has a face, right? So um, you're seeing this expand in all different kinds of ways, not just from the government, but in companies as well. And yet there are a lot of people who are saying, let's slow down and really think about how imperfect this technology really is, because it's really not, you know, you, you think about kind of CSI and people sort of getting it perfect through this technology on the mm-hmm. first go. It's really not that good, and there are some actual alarming kind of concerns about using this technology um, in a widespread way. Well, to that end, what federal laws would govern how the data can be used? Um, none. <laughs> and that's one of the big surprises. There are no federal facial recognition laws in this country. Um, it's a technology that has wildly outpaced where our regulations are. And, you know, there are some senators, including Senator Wyden, who are really pushing for there to be stronger um, privacy laws around this. But there's no law saying that a company you know, can or can't use this technology. There's no law saying how they can use the data or when they have to delete the data. Um, it's it's kind of the Wild West. And so these companies and governments are kind of just um, policing themselves and setting their own rules. But, you know, once you take that scan, it's, it's, it's online. It, it could potentially be there forever. And so there's a worry that we're kind of getting out ahead of our skis in creating this data and really not thinking about how it's going to be used long term. Well, given that, what's the reaction been so far to this program? Um, You know, from members of Congress, they've been really surprised. You know, this is something that the IRS sort of announced um, in in recent months, but nobody was really thinking about it. And now that we're straight into tax filing season, a lot of people are dealing with it. And, you know, I'm hearing from a lot of people since we've been writing about it that they've kind of faced some nightmare scenarios of just, you know, you think about the technical demands of using a, a webcam uh, on your laptop or a smartphone. For some people, that's easy, but not everybody. I mean, there are millions of people in this country who have a different level of technical sophistication. There are people who don't have those kinds of cameras. So mm-hmm. to be able to use that kind of technology is a huge jump for them. And this is not uh, a convenience. This is something they literally have to do as as a function of being an American citizen that is paying in their taxes. Seems like there's um, some but, kinks you know, to work out. Yeah. Yeah. So there are a lot of kinks in that way. And then some people are just you know, a little creeped out by it. They feel like, I don't want to scan my face to do this thing. That's not something I ever really, you know, can't we just do it in the old-fashioned way? So you're getting a lot of um, concern and frustration from people who feel like this has just been thrown at them without really much notice. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in, we're talking with Drew Harwell, Washington Post artificial intelligence reporter, 
about the IRS now using facial recognition for people to file their taxes. Research has shown, Drew, that facial recognition is most accurate when recognizing white people and the least accurate when recognizing people with darker skin. So what does this mean for people of color filing their taxes this year? I think it's a big problem. And, you know, this is something that researchers have been um, banging the gong on for several years now. Um, You know, in tests, both at the sort of academic level, but even from the federal government's own tests, yeah, they found that um, the accuracy rates are are, are lower, far lower in, in some cases for people with darker skin. And so, you know, we've seen this be a huge problem because facial recognition and, and kind of like a one-to-many basis is being rolled out for the police. And the police have falsely, wrongfully arrested uh, three black men that we know of and, and thrown them into jail off of totally wrong facial recognition scans. So there's a big worry in that way. Now, for this use of facial recognition where it's identity verification. It's just comparing your face to the, the face on your driver's license. Um, you're not potentially going to be arrested, right? But if it's wrong and it's wrong for one type of person than the other, that's a huge bias discrimination concern. Mm. And it's it's not, you know, it could be just a huge inconvenience for people, but it could also potentially flag people as identity thieves, right, or um, fraud, or just throw them into this scenario that they should not have to face just on the basis of the color of their skin. Well, what's the IRS saying to address those concerns? Yeah, so they say, you know, and the company says, well, our algorithms do great, they've been tested well, and there is definitely a huge um, difference between certain kinds of software. Some are more accurate than others. But, you know, we have to also remember that it really depends on a lot of factors, how good the photo is, how good your camera is even. And so, you know, the IRS and the company seem to say, well, we have this handled. But, you know, in a country of 300 million people, I think it's going to be an issue. And I I think it's something that they need to be more serious on in terms of, are we testing this and making sure that everybody's getting the same treatment, or is this something we're rolling out in an automated way that could really disadvantage a whole a whole lot of people? Well, what would make privacy advocates feel better about this new technology? Um, you know, some people don't feel like this is a technology that should be rolled out at all, right? They feel like the, the concerns are too big. There, there's sort of a moderate crew who feels like, let's just pass some laws, right? Let's, like, come together as a civil society like we do with every other thing and say, okay, if you want to use this kind of facial recognition, this is the kind of way you have to use it. This is the kind of software you have to use. We need testing. We need experimentation. We need rules on how long the data is saved and what people can do with the data, right? What what can the company do with your face scan and what can they not do? Um, we don't have any of those barriers. And so, um, you know, they're, they're just sort of feeling like we need um, a real kind of infrastructure of laws here or we're just sort of um, throwing people into into a big mess. You know, Equifax was the IRS's credit reporting company before their uh, $7 million contract was suspended back in 2017. Can you remind us why, Drew? Um, their contract was suspended because of this massive uh, breach of of people's data, right? Equifax is, you know, a credit reporting company, but they effectively just gather a lot of data on um, Americans and people around the world. I mean, they they gather information from our utility bills. They pull in data from all sorts of different sources. So the IRS and, and others depended on them to know, okay, this person was in this address at this time. But that 
breach um, was huge because millions of people's personal records were exposed online. So the IRS is saying, well, we need a more secure way. But now people sort of feel like it's out of the frying pan into the fire here. Mm. And they worry that, you know, maybe some security risks are still there, even if it's a different company running the running the show. Well, Drew, in addition to integrating this new technology as, as people file their taxes this year, the U.S. Treasury faces a slew of other challenges. Can you talk to us about those? Um, you know, the IRS is facing a huge backlog of returns. And not only that, they're, they're, they're down with people, right? I mean, we're in a pandemic. Um, they, they, the IRS says they don't really have the budget to deal with these kinds of things. So there's this huge storm of um, concern in the Treasury and, and across the government that the IRS is going into this whole new tax filing season, the same amount of work as ever, if not more, and they're coming to it with uh, a lot fewer resources to, to handle it. So, you know, adding on this extra new technical step is potentially another element that could create even more trouble. Well, Drew Harwell reports on artificial intelligence for The Washington Post. Drew, thanks so much for that update. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.